Kantara is written and directed by Tyler Lee and produced by Scopy Magazine. We open in a forest. Trees are clustered together pretty closely, but there's a well-trodden path leading through them. We follow down the path. An occasional squirrel or other woodland creature will occasionally cross our path, but we begin to pick up speed and the trees whip past us until we're suddenly out of the forest and we're on a cliff. Uh, there are two jagged rocks that protrude upward just before the cliff drops off into the ocean. And between these two rocks is a crackling curtain of light and glowing an ominous red with flecks of orange and yellow. And we momentarily pause before it, and then we launch straight into it. And for a brief moment, everything is red. But quickly fading into view, we see a nightmarish landscape. And the ground is a mass of bones and igneous rock. And we hear screams and cries of pain in the distance. We pan upward to see about 50 feet away, a creature the size of a house and it seems to be made of shadows that coalesce into uh, the shape of a mastiff, but it has a disproportionately large torso housing its three heads, and we pan back down to see four horned demons surrounding Candide, Sir M, and Spallanzani, and Sir M is clutching his side, which is bandaged and stained with fresh blood. So, you are on your way back to the garden. You've just finished the events in Mantua. Great. It's about an hour journey? Anywhere, anything you'd like to do on the way? I thought it was a three-hour journey. Oh, it's about a three-hour journey. <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd like to do on the way? Uh, are we walking? Can I? Yes. Yeah. I have money, right? You do. Okay. How much money do I have? You have about, on your person? Yeah. Uh, about 200 gold. I'm gonna write that down. That is good. <laughs> well, we just were paid. Weren't we just paid? Um, no. Not yet. You haven't uh, gotten back to the garden. Okay. I'd like to pick up some bullets. Okay. Um, so, you... Roll me a resources... One sec, I'm gonna... Okay. I've shot two bullets so far, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, resources, sorry. It's okay. <clears throat> I rolled a zero. Okay, uh, zero is average, um, but you, so 
in so right now you're in the countryside, just kind of walking, and there aren't really any smithies or. Actually, come to think of it, when you've been your time in Mantua, you have seen zero munitions, like depots okay. or anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but you get the feeling you might be able to pick up some in the garden. Oh, great! When awesome. you get there. Uh, anybody else before you get back to the garden? No, every everything I need is probably already already there. What is this era's like? fidget spinner or something uh twigs on the ground you could like all right i'm playing with sparfachule i feel like is playing with two twigs okay so you're just kind of twirling it between your fingers as as you walk uh cool all right so i eventually you get to the garden of there is an attendant at the gate and he he stops you says uh who are you what are you what are you doing what are you doing here uh, we're here to see um, Lady Jewel. Do you have any proof of identification? I hand him my business card. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, this is just a scrap of paper with Spara Fuchile on it. Fuchile. Fu- Alright, this is... Well, what is this? What am I looking at here? It's my name. Alright, but do you have any like real proof that you know Lady Jewel? I've got a necklace she gave me. Oh! Oh! Alright, let, let's see it. I produced the necklace. Okay. Alright, nice. Oh, okay, yeah, those are the, um... Okay, yeah, please, please, come in. Sorry, we just, we, we've, uh, needed to tighten security a little bit since... Uh, alright, so, you all go in... Since what? Since what? Oh, we've had a couple of security breaches. Uh, but that's, that's, that's beyond my pay grade. Uh... Uh, anyway, so he lets lets you guys in. He opens the the doors to the garden, into the building itself, and you see Lady Jewel is sitting at her table. She's looking frantic, um, and she says, "Oh, oh, you're back. Uh, how how was the mission? Uh, su- successful. We we figured it out. What happened? Um, it was Monterone's daughter." She became a ghost? No, she had a she was given a cloak by someone named Dr. Miracle. A magic a magical artifact. Yeah. Nothing we have ever seen before. Um basically we think we think what happened what ha- how it works is that you know, she she put it on and she became inco- incorporeal unless she was attacking someone. Hmm. <laughs> that would track. Is it a cursed item? Is it, uh, what is it? What do, do you do with the cloak? Do you have do you it? I, I have it. Okay, good. <laughs> we just left it. Yeah, <laughs> just like, bye! <laughs> uh, I don't have... Gave it to a street urchin. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I don't, I don't know, I, we think it's cursed. We don't know for sure. I certainly don't have a good feeling about it, and I produce it from my, like, bullies that I carry all my things in. Okay, so when you touch it, you get that, like, weird feeling, yeah. that, like, sickening, uncomfortable feeling. Uh, and you put it on the table in front of Lady Jewel, and she she pulls out a big uh, pair of, like, long, long tweezers, and she's, like, clipping at it and looking at it, and she says, there's a hole in this. There is. It is a bullet hole. Oh! Do you have a gun? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, they do. dear. She's good with it, too. I'm huh. really good with it. Wow. That's... Well, we'll make sure to get you some bullets before your next mission. Awesome. And then she, she <laughs> drops the tweezers. She says, The mission! I need you all to leave immediately to travel uh, north. Can I have some bullets? There's... I mean, it, yes, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... Uh, Can I have some breakfast? Uh, yes, yes. Well, we will we will provision you, uh, but as soon as possible. Uh, we sent uh, the, te- the 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 A team through uh, this portal. Wait, we're not the A team. No, I'm, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just met you, so no, not yet. Uh, but you could be. Uh, how did you? How did your mission go? Did you end up? Did you lay cunning traps and, or was it well prepared? All of the above. Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, you're you're on the fast track to the A team, uh, yes. but yes. right now the current A team, we sent them through a portal, and about ten minutes later we lost contact with them. Oh god! And I don't know how long the portal's been open. I don't know how long, what time is like through there. But I feel like the, I suspect. Uh, that the portal has been open for a while, maybe uh, years, decades, who knows. Uh, but I would like you to go through there and rescue the team if possible and absolutely close the portal. Okay. Uh, I Back I up. don't know what you'll find. A portal to a portal to where? What what is a portal? What are you talking about? It oh huh, I'm sorry. Uh, so a portal. Uh, yeah, there was a a, a rift. Possibly something to do with the curtain falling. I'm not sure. It might even precede ah. this cataclysmic event called the curtain. But it, it is a, a rift in space, in reality, and it seems to lead to another dimension, another world. But I'm not sure where, and I'm not sure what. Uh, Sir a- uh, C- Candide, uh, Sir M, called it Hell. But that's, I imagine, because it was a, a red curtain of, of energy. But I'm not sure where it leads or what it is. All I know is that once they went in, about ten minutes later, we lost contact. And wow. I'm not sure what you're going to find in there. We'll provision you, and uh, she writes a quick thing down on a that? list. Uh, through the... Uh, the, uh, there are new communication stones that I'll... Actually, I'll need your communication... I'll need your stones back your pendants back, and I can give you updated ones with uh, long-range communication. What pendants? The necklaces. The oh, pendants thought... that I've given. Oh, I thought that those were just necklaces. They were originally tracking devices. That's what? why I put mine in your bag. Because you I did didn't what? want to be tracked. What? Yeah, I mean, I figured I'd be with you most of the time. Don't do that. Well, now that they're, like, a a long-range walkie-talkie, like, I love talking to people, so I'll keep mine now, but I'm not gonna just have a thing that just tracks me. It's not, like, a, it's not a personal thing. I just don't trust it. I only trust my family. Wonderful. You know, my family. Yeah. So she, she scribbles a few things down. She says, all right, breakfast, bullets, anything else? Do Do you need anything? Are we still covered, like covered in blood from the? A bath yeah. would be nice. Yeah. All right. Can we take baths? a bath. Uh, of course. Not, you know. Not uh, not together. Uh, we obviously. have we have individual baths. Yes. Uh, she scribbles it down. She hands it to one of the attendants, and 
uh, a couple more attendants come out. They each take you to a bathing uh, bath room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Am I? Sp- I'm still dressed as a man, aren't I? Yeah. Okay. Um. It's oh no, because your clothing was covered in blood and you took it off when the governess when you were trying to comfort the governess. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you you get in, you take care here. of all your business, you clean yourselves up, you get fresh clothing, um, you actually get a set, uh, Leonora, you get a set of uh, man's clothing. Nice. That's just, it's folded in, and uh, it's in a, a nice backpack. You all get backpacks. Nice! Um, you get a new a set of, you refill your bullets. So just everything in the revolver. I'm assuming it's a revolver. Yeah. So I have six bullets again. Okay. Uh, Governess, is there anything that you need before you go? Is there some kind of library yes, I could spend some time in? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are there just, like, dinner rolls anywhere? There are There are dinner rolls. Yeah. I put... Can I get... Can I fit 12 dinner rolls into my backpack? Yes. You can Great. fit... You can fit it... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, happy day. At least 12 dinner rolls. Uh, is there any, like, tobacco, like, cigars? No. No. There's, not a one. Uh, not, not a one. Filthy habit. A, yeah. <laughs> uh, what would He's you not like a clean to man, research uh, human. in the library? Um, I'm looking for some more kind of re- ref- general reference works on, like, Forces that are not of this world, not necessarily the paranormal, ghosts, demons, what have you, but actual actual magic. I'm looking okay. for a reference guide. Okay, give me a lore or an investigate, whichever one you want. Um, I'm going to do the one that's better. Cool. So, investigate, and that is a one, two, plus seven. Damn. Okay, so... Yeah, you do find a tome on cursed items, and how to make them, how to dismantle them, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you end up, yeah, you end up learning a lot about cursed items and magic items and things like that. Well, wow, Lady Jewel lets me stay and read the whole thing. I thought I would have to ask her to take it with me. She it's, like, well, time sensitive. there's like there's like a punch card. Okay. That, like you know that you you just you look into the table of contents and it's like cursed items and you <laughs> like you know things like that yeah. <laughs> and there's a little punch card you sign your name out and lady Jew's like please bring it back that's very expensive but yes ma'am yeah. okay so and then you get back into the into the antechamber and lady jewel is like okay so i need you all to leave immediately okay there is uh normally it's a very long journey however uh spalansani had has developed the technology to travel very quickly at great speed through uh, to cover a great distance of time. Uh, surely you've heard of an automobile, Leonora. Yes. Wonderful. This is... Is that like... A what? A mobile that's automated? Something of that. Something like that. This, however, is going to travel much faster uh, because it is all... It, it is rockets. It's a, a rocket automobile. And oh. so she... Uh, you see an attendant kind of... A bunch of attendants pulling this large covered cart. Have I heard of an automobile? It's possible. I don't know. 
when is I don't know. In the set, Cadelio was she just long assumed, before cars. That's fair. She just assumed that you did because you're rich. Yeah, at like one of my rich parties. Yeah, someone automobiles. Oh, are we why? riding a rock there? So you, so the the attendant pulls rock. the curtain off of the of this object, and it looks like a big box that's segmented into like f- five little person-sized cubicles Mm -hmm. and there are four wheels on the bottom and on the back are six giant tubes and there's a a steering wheel and a button and another button there's a red button and a green button and a steering wheel and lady jewel says okay this is going to uh, i'm sorry that you don't have a lot of time but this is how you're going to need to get there oh one more thing. And she kind of does that thing where you, you put two fingers in your mouth and you whistle really loud that I definitely can't do. And this man comes out, something like that. Uh, and this man comes out of the garden building. And he is very well dressed, um, but he has, like, his clothing is very symmetrical. Like, all the designs are very symmetrical. Um, there's, like, two little suns on each of his shoulders uh, in, like, yellow and black and white. And he's got what looks like... It looks like a very, very short holster, uh, like a scabbard on his hip. Mm-hmm. And there's a little, like, little silver handle poking out. And she says, this is Tamino. He's going to accompany you on your journey. Okay. Uh, can, can he... Tr- work this thing uh oh yes yes oh, he God, he's God. been briefed uh and tamino he he says it's very nice to meet you my name is tamino uh formerly prince tamino but i've since renounced my claim this isn't important and he sits into sits in the driver's seat and he puts his hands on the wheel he says green is go yeah and lady jules yeah yeah the, so you all pile into the car and Tamino presses this. I would like to state for the record that I'm not in. I think this might be like a demonic machine. This is freaking me out. Uh, <laughs> so Lady Jules says, I will explain the. Si- well, I won't, but Spallanzani will if he's still alive when you get to him. Uh, okay. It's it's science. That's all he told me. I don't really. Uh, it's it's not. Uh, it's beyond my. This is not in my area of expertise. Please bring them back alive. Please close the portal. You got it. Godspeed. Also, here are your new communication necklaces. Great. Excellent. So Tamino presses this green button, and you you feel the whole vehicle begin to shake. And then those six tubes start spouting fire, and it launches the vehicle forward, and you just shoot at great speed through this path. And Tamino's like, ah! And he's steering the wheel a little bit. And eventually, uh, is there anything that you'd like to? Oh, actually, there is something that I'd like you to do while you're on your journey. So you contem- try not to throw up. Try not to throw up, but also, what skill would you like to? Uh. Boost. Oh yeah. So I actually already did that. Cool. Good. I I 
decided to put notice up to fair, and I put will down to average. Okay, cool. Excellent. Wait, so is it a matter of switching things? Yeah, you can okay. switch a skill if you want. Okay, I'm good with how my skills are. Okay. Anything I chose like to, to change my aspects instead of my skills, and I turned okay. my trouble into survivor's guilt. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, you also, I think you don't have a stunt yet, right? No. Okay, you can get a stunt kind of whenever All right. Whenever you're ready. We'll put but it yeah, in. Like, take your we'll put it in in post. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Um, what if your stunt is something having to do with the ability to do like a séance? That would, if, yeah. If I can find something in the manual, that's my stunt is just I've been paid. That warrants it. That's pretty. That's pretty mm-hmm. rad. What does that mean? I'm, I don't remember. <laughs> that's good. We're really good at is RPGs. That, is that a guys. good? Is that a stunt? A stunt. So. That would be, like, a social stunt. So, like, if someone tries to, like, buy him off, uh-huh. if he's already been paid for something, he can be like, I've been paid. Or, like, if someone tries to, like, get him to switch sides, he can be like, I've oh. been paid. I think it's important for everyone to know that there is a stunt in this game called Hardcore Parkour. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. The stunts are really cool, um, but you can also make up your own stunts. Like, those are also, like, guidelines. Yeah. No, my my stunt is become Fidelio, and it gives me plus one to deceive. So mm-hmm. basically, if I'm Fidelio, I like, I'm <laughs> just a, co- I automatically get plus six to deceive if I'm Fidelio. That's really good. Um, <laughs> so throughout that feels like a min maxing stunt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so through the car ride, uh, you find that Tamino's like kind of boring. Like he's nice enough. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know you you like ask like the typical getting to know you question as and he's just like super boring like he's uh, not an interesting character he at might all. need more competent more competent women to do his work for him yeah exactly yeah. can like, i do a, a resources for like um like a harpsichord <laughs> or like any kind of an instrument i just want to play like a really boring accompaniment and then see what he does <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I guess you can roll a... What is this? No, 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 never mind. Okay. Uh, weird bit. Okay. Um, okay. So, in the distance, so you rocket through this port, this, uh, this forest, and, you know, the, the automobile gets dinged up a bit, Mm -hmm. uh, because there's just trees and all kinds of stuff that you run over and have to crash through. But eventually, Tumino presses the red button, and the rockets stop. And you're just going on momentum at this point, and then eventually you come into a clearing, and you see um, these two sharp rocks jutting out from the ground. Oh. And in between them is what you can only conclude is the portal. And there's, it's a massive red and orange and yellow light, and... Uh, you all get out of the car, and as you get closer, you hear cackling and screaming and cries of anguish and pain coming through the portal. Okay. Tamino's like, are we going to go in there? And I guess. I think... I mean, that's the move, right? Yeah, I think we, we should have to. Can I consult my new encyclopedia to see Absolutely. if there's, like, any kind of, like defensive defensive thing that can be done i mean i have no experience with this but 
better do something than nothing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a lore. Is there a rope in the in the rocket car? Yes. There's a rope in your bag. Is there a big? Bag. Is it a long rope? Yeah, it's like twenty feet. Is there a longer rope in the rocket car? No. No. The rocket car was just like seats, car. You guys. It's a very clean it's car. It's a hell machine. I, the thing I'm, the <laughs> thing where I'm going with this is like I want to be able to. Oh, to like get back, like pull yourself back. I mean, that would be nice. <laughs> uh, so next time, yeah. if we all don't die horribly in a hell dimension, guys, write this down. Long yeah, next, rope. next time we gotta fuck with portals, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely bring long rope. I got a plus four. Plus four. Okay, and you're researching. What are you specifically? I'm um, just trying to cast some. Or, well, I don't know, not casting. I don't know what casting is, but I'm looking for some kind of thing that can... A way to protect us as a group as we go into this unknown, scary-looking place. Well, okay. y'all, do y'all have rope in your backpacks? Let's see what let's see what uh, yeah. the governess has to say. So you find that um, a lot of this... So the book doesn't put a lot of stock in religion. However... It's been known, like, holy symbol, things like that have been known to push bad things away. Okay. Like, something about, like, the divine have have typically been able to drive the forces of hell at bay. To put, put them, keep them at bay. There we go. So, I'm Spanish... That's true. No, 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 no. Hear me out. This is well established. No, no, no. And no, no, no. And and Spain is a really Catholic country. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have some kind of cross you on my person. Okay. Yeah. That's that's totally fine. Okay. Or I probably have like a rosary. Okay. Wow. Like a. Ro- All right. Um, I would take a fate point for that. That's fine. Okay. Cool. I have a rosary. Cool. Yeah, you have a rosary. You've got like a little bit of holy water. You've got like Oh. Like you've got like catholic stuff on you. Like a I've little catholic a, kit. Yeah. So oh, with this a little catholic So kit, at this you know? point, little catholic kit. I turn to the group. Little catholic. And I say, before we go in there, does anybody have some kind of some kind of religious item on their person. I have this King James Bible, and I pull it out of my backpack, and nice. I do not need to give in a fate point for that, because that was on the character That's sheet true. when I made it. That's very true. All right. Um, I happen to have a Catholic kit. Hold on. All right, no. And, and Hold on. Let me, let me write down what this Catholic kit has. And so it has a rosary. It's got holy water. Um, I think I've got some kind of like metal, um, like, like a metal a, cross. No, no, like a like a saint metal. Oh yeah. Oh okay okay. Um, Which probably. Saints? Okay. Probably. The saint of shooting people. Could it be Saint Cecilia? Because this is Cantara. So I mean, it doesn't have to. It be. could be. Like it could be Saint Cecilia. It could also be. I was thinking, isn't Saint Christopher the the saint of traveling? Yes. Um, or Saint Michael is like. Or no, he's an archangel. Not. I'm not although I'm sure there, there is a saint. There is a saint. There is a Saint Michael. Um, I, I don't know anything about saints, but um, <laughs> there's a lot of them. I could be Saint Cecilia. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, that's I'll the be- only saint that I know of because of Benjamin Britten. That's it. Like <laughs> that's my confirmation name. 
Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got confirmed? Uh, yeah, my parents made me. I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Saint Cecilia medal. Sure. I mean, it's it's a medal. Um, and then so rosary, holy water. Sorry that I'm like fixating on all this Catholic shit. That's fine. It never it's, it's your character. You. Um, and then I've got a, a Catholic Bible. Bad translation. It's the wrong one. <laughs> so. Uh, I'd like to borrow your ropes. No, Tamino, he pulls his flute. He, like, goes to that scabbard thing, Uh and he pulls out a flute. And it's made of silver, and he says, This is the holiest object that I know of. Uh, This is... It's imbued with the power of Isis and Osiris. Damn. Uh, And I think it can work. It's done miraculous things before. And he sheaths it back and says, I hope it will help. Great. And he just has no facial expression. He's <laughs> so boring. I'm sorry. Uh, for the listeners at home, I hate to meet <laughs> He's so fucking boring. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay. So we've got a lot of holy things. All right. So on to rope things. Okay. So uh, do you have? Do you all each have rope? Does Tamino have his own rope too? Tamino does not have rope. Damn, do, do we you... each have rope in so our inner back? Yeah, you've got a little length of rope. So I can tie them together and make like roughly fifty-eight feet of rope. Roughly, yeah. Okay, so I do that. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, y'all. I have fifty-eight feet of rope. Does one of us just want to go in and scout with the rope, or do we all want to try and? Here's the thing: if it's just one of us, we'll be able to get like, like further in. But if all of us go in to try and try and use this one rope and like tie it to a rock or some shit, we'll only get. I feel like you're. I think you're our guy. Okay, so I need all. Yo. Three of you. Uh-huh. There's four of us total, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I need all three of you to hold one end of this rope. Why don't we tie it to a rock? Why don't we tie it to the car? It's Tamino. How heavy is the car? It's a rocket car. <laughs> it's heavy. It's, it's an a, iron it's monstrosity. <laughs> Alright, can we pull the car up right to the portal? Yeah, probably. Alright. Yeah. Tell me, you know, he gets out in the back and he starts pushing. He's like, this is really heavy. Can I have... It's like, this is going to be a four-person... It's a car. Oh, you, can't, you can't use this. this you thing. can't turn it on. The only button... It has one button and it turns on all of these big... Two things and it just shoots fire and can you just like shoot just like the smallest bit of fire uh i, I can try i think it's a bad idea i think it's a bad idea okay i help him push okay. <laughs> we all we all help him push okay so between the four of you you managed to push the car right up to the portal okay great so then we're just Maybe tying two the, feet from the portal are we just tying the rope to like a the, bumper yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> is there is there a more uh structurally Integral. Maybe like one of the wheel axles underneath. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Roll me a um. Fuck. Uh, a rope tie. Do you have a uh, a skill that you can use for knowing what an axle is? Or you just like tie? Yeah. No, you don't need. To, you, you tie a knot. You tie a knot. Between the four of you, I'm sure that there's someone who's tied know, a knot before. Someone who's tied a knot. Yeah, you know, Tomino. I was a, I was a prison guard. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're totally good at tying ropes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you you tie a knot around the axle, and yeah, and Tomino's like, so are we gonna are we gonna do this? So I guess I'm do unless you want to come with me, Tomino. 
says, I, I, I don't know if I want to go in there, but I faced, you know, I faced fire before and water and all kinds of trials. And he pulls the flute out and he gets ready to play. He's like, I'm not sure what this is going to do, but I guess we'll, we'll see. I hand him my, I hand you my rosary. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, I think I should... T- so Tamino's coming with me, is that the right call, or should we just... Yeah, I guess. He says, well, uh, he... So Tamino looks at the governess, he says, you seem very knowledgeable about what we're about to go into. Should you come... Should you come with us as well? Like, should we all just go and hang on to the rope? I just want to scout. I'm not trying to, yeah. like... I it think seems, that... Because it seems like what he wants to do is just... Go in there for a hot second, do a quick survey of the surroundings. And then come back. Come back and say... Plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and are you going to, like, pull on the rope a certain amount of times if you run into shit? Or... Yeah, I'll do, like, a... That was Jules talking. The governess doesn't swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, uh, governess, give mm-hmm. me a lore roll. Hmm. Uh, plus five. Jesus. All right. Uh, so in your research in the library, one of the books that you looked at quickly was a book about hell. Oh. Okay. Uh, and you, and more specifically, the Greek interpretation, the underworld, and you saw that you cannot enter hell twice alive. I'm going to convey this information to the group. So we cannot enter twice alive. Yeah, I don't think we should split the party then. And Tomino says, well, what does that even mean? Does that mean that you can only enter in once alive, and then you have to die, and then that's the only other time? I guess. Hmm. So that, to me, says if we have somebody scouting, then... That person just goes in, and if they if they go in and think realize it's a bad scene, or they see that the person that you know they immediately see that Candide and all those people are dead, then they just come, come back, back out. But if they come in, if they go in and they and it's like it doesn't seem like completely hopeless, and then it, I'll pull on the rope for and y'all then we'll to come follow. Out. Yeah, if it's safe for you to come in, I'll pull on the rope, I guess. Yeah. Not safe, but like... It's not gonna be safe. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, if it's if it's immediately clear... That, if, if it's not immediately clear that us going in is a waste of time. Like, if, if it's... If there's just, like, the corpses of our, of our friends... Alright, I tie the rope around my waist and I go through! Okay, uh, Tamino follows you, so... Does he you... have a rope tied around his waist, too? No. Uh, he's just free for a minute. So you step through, and you see that it looks like something out of a nightmare. The ground is bones and igneous rock, like dried, like cooled lava, and with bones sticking out. There's fire everywhere in the distance. The sky looks like it's fire. It's really hot uh, in there. In the distance, you see this giant, like, shadow monster, and it's, like, the size of a house, and it's got three heads, and it's, like, just tearing at things, and it's got a big chain around uh, its upper torso that's chained to these giant gates 
that are like spiky and they've got bodies on the on the tops on the spires of them uh, that are still moving. And um, however, about twenty feet in front of you, you see Sir M. Spallanzani and uh, Candide. How they're in the hands of demons that are dragging them towards the gates. Okay, I pull on the rope. Okay. Okay. So you I see, see you see a tug on the rope. All right, we follow. Yeah, we're going in. Okay, so you go in. You see exactly what I just described to <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go and jump on one of the demons and try and stab them. Okay, Look, you're tied to a rope. You I yeah, you run in. You get yeah, you, <laughs> uh, you yeah. feel that rope get taut and you stop. And then you you pull you take the rope off. And then I jump on the demons and just like take my knife and just try and like stab it right in the throat. All right, roll a roll a fight. Oh, oh, plus seven. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Wow, that was three minuses. All right, so yes. so yeah, you just jump on this demon and you start like shanking it, like knifing it repeatedly in the in the shoulders. It's a big demon, and it drops. Um, it's holding Sir M, and it drops Sir M, and it, like, tries to get you off its back, but it can't reach, and you just keep stabbing it, and it eventually falls to a knee, and then you, you jump back, and it's, like, bleeding a lot, and then it, it lifts its head, and it turns its whole, it, like, turns its entire head around without moving the rest of its body, and then the rest of its body follows, and it stands up to its full height, it's about seven feet tall. Uh... What would the rest of you like to do? You know, maybe some uh, some caution <laughs> would have been good. Like, I don't know. All right, I guess I'm gonna let's get them free and just get them out of there, right? I mean, like, are they all conscious? Yeah, they're so they're so they're struggling. They're trying mm-hmm. to get free. Okay. So, do I have clear shots? You have a clear shot on the seven foot demon, but the other two are still holding Spallanzanian. Is Doctor M like running toward us? No, Mr. M or whatever. Sir M, that's what I mean. He's no, Mr. he's he's Mr. on the ground, he's clutching his side, it's bleeding. It's a bandage. God damn it. Because he was just dropped on his side. <laughs> nice. Uh so he he was just dropped on his side with the bandage and he's like, Ah Okay, um I'm I go over to him to try and provide some cover and I get my Bible out and I'm like I'm, I'm flipping through it, looking for, for a good passage. Okay. I looked at Tamina and I'm like, play something holy, on the flute. He says, oh, uh, uh, okay, and he he f- begins to fumble with his flute while he's doing that. What would you like to do? Um, I run over. I always put others before myself, which is my trouble. Okay. So I run over to one of the demons holding like Candide or something like that. Okay. And I throw whole, I splash holy water in his Ooh, face. Cool. Okay. So roll a. Um, I'll I'll have that be like a. Five. I don't have five. Oh, you're just you're just like throwing something at him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just give me. I one have one. like will. Nah, that's nah. not. Yeah, that's that's more of like a non-physical. Yeah. Uh, unless I mean, look. Unless you want to, you know, cash in one of these things to justify it. I already I used my trouble though. Does that give me a fate dice? Okay, yeah, all right, fine. From a story all right, fine, 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 fine. Okay. You okay. ask really nicely, it does. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. So because um, I'm, beca- I'm using my trouble, can I <laughs> Okay. 
Alright. Okay. We'll have it be a will. No, you know what? It's fine. You just do it. It's fine. I'm trying to... Well, because what I'm doing is... So we've now established that I'm religious, I guess. And so... Because I'm splashing holy water... That's fine. It might have been just like an internet thing. Oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah, no, I'm not. Sorry. It's probably fine. You won't even be able to hear it in yeah. post. Anyway. Um, sorry, that was a weird noise. Um, anyway, because I'm religious, what I'm doing is I'm seeing evil and I'm, and I'm reacting to it. So then would that be like... Like empathy? Um... All right, it has to be like a physical skill. All right, <laughs> to splash water in someone's face. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm arguing with you. I'm no, just like no, it's fine. All right, I'll cash in a fate point. Okay, cool. So just just to just to keep everything above board. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just needed a one, so that's good, and that Great. is a that is a two. Great. That's very good. All right. So All right. yeah, you splash it right in its eyes. You get you open uh, your stopper, and you've got what, like a, a vial or like a a bottle. I've got a I've got a bottle. Okay. So yeah, you you do kind of one of these, and where you flick the bottle forward, and holy water gets in its face, and it start you hear sizzling, and you see like smoke coming up, and it drops Candide. Yeah. Sunny. Spallanzani. Okay, drops Spallanzani and it starts clutching at its face and like tearing, and you see it's like tearing its skin off, and you see that there's like a s demonic skull beneath it. Its eyes are still like rolling, and it's just, like it sinks to its knees, and then it, it uh, just falls to the ground, and it's like tearing at its face. Okay. And Spallanzani's like, "Thank you." Does he run back toward the group? The spot. Can you heal Spallanzani? I don't have any healing. I'm talking to Spallanzani. I'm sorry. Oh. Can oh. I heal Spallanzani? No, I am you, Spallanzani. Can you can you fix up Dr. Mr. Sir F, M? Sir. <laughs> Sir M. Sir M? God, I'm going to write that down. Sir M. I got some medical I've got a medical kit in my pocket. Yeah, but Great. there's like demons everywhere. I'm going to so, run to you, grab the holy water, and then I'm going to fight the last one. With You've it. got a rosary. Do something with the rosary. I have At the this rosary? point, I like my hands rosary. are my hands are shaking too much, and I just start like screaming Psalm twenty three because that's an easy one that I have memorized. Okay. Which for you um, non-raised Christians at home is all about like the Lord is my shepherd; he protects me from my enemies. And, cool. All right. Yeah. So you start doing that, and the uh, remaining demon it drops Candide, and it starts putting its hands over its ears. Uh, the other demons also were doing that, and then they all scatter. Hell yeah! Uh, and so Sir M, he's clutching his side. He's like, oh, thank you. Oh, wow. And Tamina's like, okay, I'm ready. Oh. Oh, okay. Fucking nonsense. <laughs> God. Uh, and so Candide, he's like, thank you. Thank you for saving us. Lady Jewel sent you? I yeah. assume? Yes, she did. And Spallin' Sound, he's like, Did you take the rocket car? We did take the rocket yes, car. Yes, it was awful. It's a great invention. It's science. I'll explain it when we leave. Can we leave? No. Well. That we have to figure out how to close the We have portal. to. Yeah, Candide says we have to close the portal. We can't let, if those demons ever got out, 
I can't imagine what has gotten out already. Can we... Can we close it from the outside? Or does it have to be from the inside? I don't well, know. Well, if we close it from the inside, we're trapped here. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, that's why I'm saying we should exit the portal. We... Whatever opened this might still be in here. Mm, okay. So we might we might need to travel through this land. To get it. To get what we need, yes. Okay. All right. Well, then, let's go. So you approach this gate, and you see this giant house-sized, three-headed mastiff made of shadows. And it, as soon as you get closer to it, you see it bounds up towards you, but the chain is stopping it from going any further. And, um... Yeah, it's it's just trying to trying to get at you, but it's just out of range. Alright. I want to figure out a way, and I don't necessarily need to use it right this second. First off, I'm going to eat a dinner roll. Alright, you do I'm that. Hungry. Um, second off, I want to figure out a way that my, the rosary that you gave me can be wrapped around the, the knife that I use in a way that like it affects things. You can wrap it around the hilt, but around the blade it would just... You're, you're, dagger would your knife would either cut the rosary or it wouldn't you know like you'd just be hitting people with beads all right i want to experiment on this so can i stealthily go around the three-headed mastiff and try and stab him with a dagger that has the rosary wrapped around the hilt you see if it does anything magically you can try but it's three heads are constantly moving and tracking you like all right i'm gonna see if i can get a sense that i can get behind him without him seeing me Okay, Is so that weird? I want to roll a stealth to do that, and if I can't, if I don't see an opening, did you see what I'm saying? Yeah, roll a uh, a notice to uh, see if you can. Plus three. Uh, so you you do get the feeling that there is a clear path through the gates, but you this thing is massive. It's it's a house, uh, and it's got three heads. It's like it seems to cover the entire entrance. Mm. And it, it doesn't seem like you can find a good way around it. Uh, is this the thing that we've been seeing, the shadow monster thing? This is the a house-sized shadow monster with three heads. I mean, I've got one thing I'm good at. <laughs> okay, well, I'm familiar with, like... Greek myths, and I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say, like, justified by my lore skill, that you know, I know about Cerebrus, and I remember that you can distract. I'm giving him a nice. fade chip. Cool. <laughs> that in one story, he's distracted with food, so at this point, I try to get Sparfachule's attention, and I'm like, slow down for a second. Fucking. Maybe we don't need to kill this thing. Ta- table talk, also. Also, I... Also, there's the Harry Potter route, and we've got a dude with a flute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm going to try and throw a dinner roll to, oh, the, to the right of him. You just read my mind. I, did you not say that out loud? I haven't said that out loud I'm yet. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, I thought you said that out loud. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you do know, you yeah. do know that, governess. Yeah. You've re- you've read up on the ancient Greek myths. You know that Cerberus can be. Uh, you do actually. You do know that this is Cerberus. This is Cerberus, the three-headed guardian of the underworld. Yeah. And so I don't know how many dogs you've been around in your life, but you can 
often usually just distract them with something to eat. Are you willing to part with any of your dinner rolls? I have 11 dinner rolls, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I take a dinner roll, and I just one kind of like... One dinner roll. One of them. <laughs> and I just go, here, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. Does See, that get his attention? All three heads snap to you. Yes. And, and then the dinner I roll. throw it kind of like to the right of the gate. Okay, roll me a physique. Whoa! Did you see that? No. It went anyway. I caught. <laughs> it was really impressive. I'm assuming it was like a Spider-Man catch of these dice. Oh, I don't have a physique though. I can't. Like, I can't use fight. No, because you're not trying to fight the dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> what? God, why does? No one has a throw. No one's good at throwing things. I'm not good at throwing. There's nothing I can. Candide, he's like, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, cool. Alright, I toss it to Candide. Can All I right. do that? You can't yeah. hand it to Candide. Yeah. Yeah. Candide, you can't throw anything here. <laughs> you are physically <laughs> incapable of doing spoken. anything outside of your stick. No. Uh, <laughs> no um, yeah, so Candide, uh, you see he, he like, does one of these, like, like Olympic, I don't know sports. He throws it. Uh, it's like a discus. Yeah, right? like a yeah. Or, or no, like javelin. A, or like a baseball. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm imagine like j- like yeah. javelin. Like a, yeah, he javelin throws. Shot put. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like opera and RPGs, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> he does that sports thing where the ball goes far. Um, Sportsing. Yeah. And so yeah, but he does throw this dinner roll, and Cerberus goes bounding after it. And you see the heads all start fighting each other for the uh, for the dinner roll. We fucking and Kenny's run, like, yeah, run. Right, so you all run through the you all run through the gates. Wow, that is well done. That is not even how I had you guys getting through there. That's really great. <laughs> uh, however, on your way past the gate, um, you see that um, there is one corpse on a bent spike. Ooh. That's kind of hanging. He's it's a man, and he's dressed in like, like garb that's maybe a little more modern than yours. Okay. And he's hanging, per- so instead of it being uh, pointing upward, I'm trying to do this as like without using my hands because this is a audio podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so instead of the spike pointing upward, it's bent to the side, and but he's still impaled on it, so he's. As if he were standing, but in air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he's still moving, and he's like, You three! You uh, seven! There's seven of you. Yeah. You seven! What are you... Uh, you... Shall all know me! And... I, I step forward. <clears throat> this is the corpse talking? This is the... Yeah. Hello! Um, well met. The, uh, <laughs> well met. Hell and well met. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, be cool. Be cool. Uh, my name is Leonora. What is your name? My name is Scarpia. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't know that. Table know, talk. Fuck this so, guy. God damn it. Um... You shall know my name. All of Rome shall know my name. Ugh. Do I? Can I roll a? Can I roll a? Uh, uh, 
a re- like a rapport or like a contact or something to see if I know him. You can roll contacts. Great. Uh, plus three. Uh, you've I'd never even heard of Scarpia before. Okay. Uh, this guy sounds like we don't know your name. Oh. Uh, so. So, uh, yeah, Candide's like, this guy is a schmuck, we can just walk past him, I think. Yeah, I'm, um... And as you as you walk through the gates, uh, you see him shouting after you, he's like, You'll know my name! You'll all know my name! I do the anime thing where you pull one eyelid down <laughs> and stick a tongue out. There's a giant bead of sweat running down the back. Yeah, okay. And then everyone else, like, their legs are in the air. Yeah. All of a sudden. Okay. So that happened. Uh, all right. So, so as you walk through the gate, uh, the landscape all of a sudden completely changes. Uh, it's as if you've walked into another building. Uh, it's not... So the, the ceiling is still... The sky is still red, but... The lands, the landscape has changed. It's no longer bones and igneous rock. It's now like a sea of like it looks like you're standing on a glass pane, and directly pressed underneath it are bodies. Can I like oh. torsos? Naked people are just wow. pressed up against the bottom of this glass that you're walking on. Sorry, that was me. Can I, Aaron Sorkin, walk and talk with Sir M? Yes. So I'm, I want to go to him. I want to say, wow, y'all must be really glad that we showed up, huh? We would have been dead had it not been for you. We were in way over our head. I tried to fight those demons. You saw how that went. Yeah. But I mean, this is going a lot better, it seems. Much better. Thank yeah. You. Yes. Absolutely. So what's your story? It is too long to tell right now. But so you're just named Sir M? In a sense, yes. And as you are approaching, so as you continue walking, you see that that there is a well-dressed older man with a sword at his hip standing in the distance. Uh, You see that he is standing in front of uh, a rack, and there is a man strapped to the rack, all, you know, one arm to each corner, one leg to each corner. Wow. And, uh... The man with the sword, the older man with the sword in his hip, he has a dagger that he's slowly drawing across the man on the rack. Uh, yeah. And as you approach, he he turns and he says, "Ah, how did you get here? Who? Hello. Hi. Um. We are." Hell. New here, but we uh we've got to. We're way worse than this. We've got to keep going. I that I mean, roll me a deception. That's, sorry, everybody. <laughs> that was a shitty one. <laughs> oh, this is like a layers of hell thing. Yeah. Bit that you're trying to do. That's, trying to, that's what I'm trying to do. Plus four. Uh, he says, well, that might be true, but in order to pass, you will have to pass the trial. He says, ah, my name is, uh, you may call me the Commendatore. And he kind of elbows the bodies, like, say hello. 
Don Giovanni, and yes. the man's like, oh, help me, and he's like, that's not hello, and he stabs him in the in the chest, and he takes the knife out, and the wound heals, but the um, the man is screaming. I love that. I'm so interested in the fact that, uh, that his wound heals. Can I run up and stab Giovanni? And I, w- I just want to see it heal right away. Okay, rolling a fight. Yes. Add another one to it because he is strapped to a rack. Plus six. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you. Where do you want to stab him? Right in the chest. All right, you do exactly where he stabbed him, and he's like, ah! And you pull it out, and the wound closes immediately. And I look straight to the commissioner and go, "That's so fucking cool." It's like, right? Oh man. Well, your layer is way down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Can I like, do? Don't worry. This is definitely not your layer. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do a lore roll to see if I know like the legend of Don Juan? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, plus four. Yeah, yeah. You know of this terrible man, this terrible, violent, rapist, awful, garbage, trash person, who was dra- like died in a fire. Yeah, but you he's like a little sure relatable, right? What exactly... We're gonna talk after yeah. this. <laughs> like, we you talk during sure... this, he's not relatable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you weren't sure what happened. Like, legend, it's just a legend that he died in a mysterious fire. And then there was like a statue there for some reason. Yeah. But that's, yeah. Well... Mr. Commendatore, sir, I don't know who you are, but I think you're doing excellent work. I do, too. You know, I was sent here originally, uh, or I I wasn't supposed to go down here originally, but I decided that I I wanted to stick around for a bit uh, and uh, torture this man. And uh, this is just uh, one stop on my way. But uh, anyway, the test. And he claps his hands. He says, each of you must claim a sin. One of you, you will only like claim Actually, like one sin each. One sin each? One of you must claim your lust now. And uh, you actually see Sir M take a step forward. And uh, he says, I, he says I, will, I will claim this sin if none else will. Uh, yeah, it's probably, probably a good bet. Alright, uh, and so Commendatore walks up to him and he says, Excellent. And he disappears, Don Giovanni disappears, and in their place there is a, uh, a uh, petite blonde woman in a light blue dress. And uh, she says, My Chevalier, what has become of you? And you see Sir M, he sheathes his sword. And he falls to his knees and he begins weeping. And he's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Uh, and she says, you should just stay with me. This is, it's not so bad here. And we'll be together. And uh, and he, actually, I should probably start rolling for these people. Okay. And he's weeping, but he... He actually, he wipes his tears away and he stands up and uh, he says, I, he says, I call myself Sir M to honor you and I, 
I cannot stay. I love you. I've never stopped loving you. But I have I have new responsibilities now. And I cannot stay. And she leans over and kisses him. And then she says, very well. And she fades away. And you see Sir M, he wipes a tear away. And he looks at you, Sponsa, and he's like, that's who I am. And, uh... That's uh, Sparafuchile, sorry. And he's like, that's that's who I am. And you see the landscape changes. Uh, or at least the landscape in front of you changes, and there's a, another doorway that opens up. And uh, Spawn Sound is like, that was weird! Let's keep going! <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at this point, I have, I have noticed a pattern in... I'm, I'm worried I might run into somebody I know down here, and I am becoming very nervous. Okay, cool. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay, so as you're going, the Commendatore and Don Giovanni fade back in. It's like it's like they were covered in a fog that you didn't know was there, and it just blows away once uh, this woman also blows away. And... You see, he's just, he's slowly drawing the dagger across. He's like, all right, see you guys soon. Maybe. I don't know. And he keeps drawing it across. And you hear the screams of Don Giovanni fade as you all walk through this doorway. If indeed that is what you're all doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sir M, you see on his forehead, appears um, the word lust. It's like, looks like it's been, like, and he's like, ah! And he... Shouts for a brief second, and the word lust is branded into his forehead. Okay. Uh, and so as you, so you walk through, the landscape changes again. Uh, there is no longer a glass floor with bodies pressed up against it. There is now just mountains of this, like, weird gelatinous substance that's everywhere. Like, mounds of this weird, goopy stuff. And uh, people are just lying in it. And okay. they, they're they not naked. Uh, you know what? The, no, they're not naked. Um, sorry, I don't know why that was... That was weird. Uh, so <laughs> they're just lying in this weird, goopy substance. And there's a large, really, really large demon um, just gorging itself in this goop. And it's eating it. And you see it's it will occasionally shove some into this man who has been fed to the point where like you know his stomach has exploded and like his body is just like containing it and Uh he's just like like uh none of you watch dbz all right never mind so all right cell when he's like exploding Mm. that's what this guy looks like Mm. um all right yeah so uh yeah so and he's just like stuffing stuffing this goop into this guy and the demon turns around at you. It's like, hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't. All right. Is yeah, another, I'm, I'm like... sticking with it. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, you see that um, the demon is sitting at a table with this other guy across. And every time he shoves this goop into him, it turns to ash, and it uh, gets. He still has to like shove it down his throat. Ugh. So here's my thing, y'all. Uh, clearly, this is a pattern of like, like sins or whatever, and like I'm, I've, I feel like I can't tell if I'm gonna be the greed one or the pride one. 
So you've also you, killed a lot of people. So wrath, you think? I, I mean, I think that you're probably pride. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I'm probably wrath. And who's greed? Can't I don't know Candida well. I looked at Candida like I'm like, are you particularly? I mean, like self-aware. We're in hell. Like you, like time to time to face some fucking demons. <laughs> like, are you pretty greedy or? I, I guess. I guess I'm kind of greedy. I did hoard a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> that's a good thing Lady Jewel isn't here. She <laughs> loves jewelry. She loves jewelry. Oh my god. But uh, but that's, I mean, that is neither here nor there. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, may, I think we should just cross that when we come to it. I, what is, I mean, this looks like what? Alright, I push him. I no, push him. no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh. What? No, we gotta deal with gluttony first. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're oh, in gluttony. I thought we were in greed. No. No. We're definitely oh. in gluttony. So this demon he turns to, he's like, yeah, you're in gluttony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. And he says, this is John. Say hi, John. And John's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> And uh, the demon's like, yeah, we weren't sure whether or not to put him in lust or in gluttony, but uh, this one won out in the end, I guess. So here we are. And he keeps shoving, shoving okay. stuff into this this guy John's mouth John Falstaff <laughs> um, and then who's, well, who's the last Spallanzani I don't know what the fuck Spallanzani's deal is Spallanzani um, he, uh, he's like you know actually I think this one might be me Really? Yeah, I'm a glutton for knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Me too. Not spot. Not Sparta Chile, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he says, "All right, I guess this is gonna be where I start crying." And he walks forward, and he's got his little lab coat on, and he pops the collar up, and he's like, "All right, here we go. I claim the sin of gluttony." And uh, the demon smiles, and it actually, like, vomits a little bit. Oh. It's like, blah, blah, and, like, you see that goop comes out, and it just kind of sloughs down its body. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. And then they melt uh, the demon and John and the table, and they all kind of melt into this goop, which reforms into this, um, this woman who has uh, these big curls and a big pink dress and a big bow in her hair and she kind of walks very stiffly up to Spallanzani and she says, why did you give me life only to take it away? And then Spallanzani says, ah, I didn't know that, you know, that this would happen. It, was, it wasn't me. And, um, you see the uh, the girl reaches up and grabs his face, and she, like, you see she starts, like, squeezing, and she pulls it very close, and she's like, you gave me half a life. And uh Sami's like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't me that took it away, though. I didn't. Ow, 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 ow. And uh, she says, you have to admit your guilt. And uh, so he's like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, it was my fault. I, 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 I craved the knowledge too much, and I, I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. And uh, see, she lets go of his face, and he's got, like, imprints, like bruising, handprint bruises on the sides of his head. And you see he's like, ah! And the word gluttony is branded into his forehead. 
Wow. Um, and he's like, look, Olympia, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for things to go the way they went. It was that guy that had those glasses that thought you were a person, and it's not... I, I'm I, Okay, it is my fault, and I own up to that, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been so zealous as to give you such a life. I should have just yeah, maybe think... let, let things lie the way they, they, they lay. And so you see the, the little girl disappears and into this goop. And then it all reforms into these two gigantic figures, the demon and John. And the demon's like, Well, that was good. Uh, you can you can pass, I guess. And you see under the table, the table the legs kind of stretch upward and a door forms in the cool. table. And uh, John's like, Please help me. Please help Please help me. No. Ah! No. Yeah, don't help him. He's he's he'll be fine, right? You're hungry, right? And he keeps like oh god, feeding stuff into him. Uh, so, so yeah, so you all, so you continue to the next uh, layer, and as you walk through the doorway, you walk into this tempest, and it seems like regular ground, like just solid rock, for miles and miles and miles and miles, and there's a river running next to you, but it is red. Completely red. Mm -hmm. There are people all around you beating the shit out of each other. Oh, no. That's not true. Fuck! Sorry. There's a pile of coins. <laughs> <laughs> shit! Alright. We'll take that out in post. Uh, okay, we'll do it live. Fine. So, you, you walk through, and there you walk onto just coins. Of all kinds. Mm -hmm. It's just the floor is made of different coins, of different regions, different values. And you see that there are people who are uh, everywhere just constantly taking the coins. Every time they take one, another appears on the floor. And they just kind of put it in their pocket. And they are like... You see, like, they're, like, beating each other for these coins. And they're all just, like, taking these. But in, like, a few... A little ways into the distance you see that there is a demon in a suit and he has these big long curling ram's horns uh much like all the other demons but these are like very well manicured and he's got a goatee and uh he's got you know little goat hooves and hands re regular people hands and uh well there's a man on the floor next to him and there's uh like a a complex looking machine and the man is just dropping a stone into the machine. Every time he does, the stone reappears in this pile. And, uh... So as you, Are you... What would you like to do? I grab Candide, and I drag us... I drag him, and I go straight to the man in the suit. I'm like, it's either you or me, buddy. Candide's like, what, 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 Alright, so you approach, and, uh... You see the demon isn't even paying attention to you. He's just focused on this guy. And... Uh, and then a car horn is set, heard in the distance. Yeah. Uh, that a was, heater plays in the background. Yes, there's a heater in the background and cats. Uh, and you Sprinting. see... <laughs> yeah. And so the man on the floor with the machine, he looks up at you, he's like, I'm going to have so much bread. I'm going to have so much bread. And the demon, he's like, yes, Tom, I know. And he 
turns to look at the two of you, and he's like, Ah, hello. Uh, what do you... How did you get here? How did you get past everything? Including Cerberus, I might add. That's impressive. It was a dinner roll. Ah, you know, this machine turns stones into bread. Would you like to have some? I've got dinner rolls. Ah, hoarding your dinner rolls, I see. All right, very well. Well, Candide, what do you think about bread? Candide's like, I don't know, man. This is really weird. Are we in hell? Is this what's happening? Candide, this is the third thing that we've done of a pattern. <laughs> How have you not picked this up yet? <laughs> this is, oh, man, this is really weird. See, this I'm is really what? uncomfortable with, with all of what's going on around here. Is that... What's this guy doing? Table he, talk. He's got to go through, like, three more hours of this before he figures out yeah. what's up. <laughs> he's putting stones in there to make bread forever. He can have unlimited bread. And you see this this man on the floor, Tom. He's like, I used to be Adonis, but now I'm going to have so much bread. And he just keeps putting a stone in, and every time that same stone reappears in the pile. Uh, and he's like, and it's my bread. Um, so the demon, he vanishes, and then he reappears behind all of you, and he's like, which one of you, because he, he looks at, uh, Spallanzani and Sir, and Sir M, and he sees that they have gluttony and lust branded on their forehead, and he says, ah, so that's how. Which one of you will be claiming the sin of greed? Alright, let's figure this out. <clears throat> Alright, so... <laughs> Here, let's look at this is table talk okay let's yes. look at what remains and let's look at who we've got while you do that i'm going to pee all right cool yeah well we actually honestly uh it's like 11 20. should we wrap up because it's only 11 45 right yeah we got we got some time you you discuss and i'm gonna pee all right so i really have to do that okay you should do that sorry <laughs> well okay so we've got pride greed Envy, wrath, and sloth. Pride, greed, and we've got. I think I'm pride. Because she spends most. She spends most of the. Most of the opera, like thinking. That, I don't know. It's it's not conscious, but she definitely has like a little bit of a savior complex. Like I can, I can do this, and maybe. Well, then who's? So then. We've got so. Do you, what about envy? Who do we? Tamino maybe. Tamino might be envy. I think Tamino might be sloth. sloth. Yeah. I think Tamino's sloth. All right. So let's write this down. So we've got so. Degrier was or Sir M. Was lust. Was lust. Spallanzani. Was gluttony. Sani was gluttony. Somewhere in the distance, a toilet flushes. <laughs> oh, good. We couldn't hear it. In hell. Oh, okay. okay. Then it doesn't. Now it does somewhere. But you don't hear it. Um, Alright, so then we've got. We've got Candide. We've got. We've got Tamino. We've got Governess. We've got um, Spada Fucile. 
Um, we've got. Lamb. Do we have more people in sins? Nora. No, we've got exactly. No, we've got seven, seven. and seven. Okay. Uh, I mean, does anyone know Candide well? The opera. The thing about Candide is he's just kind of a douche. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's just kind of yeah. He's just kind of like a like I love Kunaganda. I mean, do you think he's sloth? Or is he? All right. So okay, maybe can is Candide envy because because he's, he's like not sat. He's originally not satisfied with what he has. He's like always looking for that. Well, then, in that like, case... Like, belief in the best of all possible worlds? Is that what well, that is? Well, then, maybe that's why he's greed. Because he... Maybe that's why he's greed. Because he's, like, not satisfied with the life he has, and so he goes out looking for more. Or, um... Or, like, he... Or he believes in this unattainable... Like, his naivete led him to believe in this unattainable philosophy, and... The reason why I think that Sparfacile is pride is because one of my things is literally, like, me before all else. My material my material excellence before all else. Candide's like, I think this is you, buddy. <laughs> I think you're greed. Alright, I'll claim greed. Although I think I'm much more prideful. So as you do that, you see the... <laughs> so you see... Uh, Tom and the machine, they dis they discorporate into a, just a shower of coins, and the coins all kind of rise up. Uh, Twenty coins, in fact, rise up and begin whirling around each other, and they all drop, and you see a beautiful young woman, and she is dressed as a boy, and she has a knife wound in her side. Oh yeah, that was totally my fault. She, sa <laughs> she says, you thought I was a boy, and you killed me instead of the Duke. For money. And this is new information to you. You thought, oh. or you're, rather, you knew that you did this, you didn't realize that you killed... She says, my name is Gilda. I'm the daughter of... I was the oh. daughter of Rigoletto. Oh. I you, thought you were a boy. I know. And you killed me. I, I, yeah. You... This is brand new information. Put me, to me too. All of the events in motion. All of, all, not all, not all of them. Well, all I of mean, the ones concerning you. I mean, I'm like the catalyst to a bigger environment, though. Yeah. Are you, you I, I step in, are you really arguing with this thing right now? I think that this is about this is you why I was saying, This is why I was saying I think I'm pride. You kill for money. You do... You killed me for 20 coins. She's got a good point. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault. Alright. You're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh... Alright, so she, uh... So she she you know she actually like her form blurs and she's right in front of you and she has a hand on your throat and you see she's like squeezing and you all see she picks him up and she's like confess to your guilt I confess 
okay. All right. Okay. All right. That's. And I guess I don't know what I was expecting there. Uh, okay, and so she. <laughs> she uh, all right, so she. Yeah, she releases you. You fall to the ground in this shower of coins, and you see she. Uh, her form dissipates into these twenty coins that fall into your lap. And uh, the demon also appears in front of you. He's like, "Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting there." Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah, I know. I'm not. I don't think I'm a good person. Hmm. Well, yeah. No, I mean, that's fine. Okay. And he snaps his fingers, and you feel a light burn in your forehead as you see the, as you all see the words greed. The word greed appear in his forehead. And the demon's like, "All right, uh, all right, go ahead." And uh, he, you see, Tom and the machine appear in front of him, and he's like, "All right, Tom, you keep you keep putting those." Putting those rocks in that in that machine, it's gonna be a lot of bread one day. And Tom's like, I have no words for you. I'm just gonna keep keep putting <laughs> this in. Get it. And so he. Uh, <laughs> and so this door appears. This these coins out of the coins in the, some pile. This large door appears and it opens. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you all walk through. Now there is a tempest of fighting. <laughs> As there's a river running next to you, and it is red, it seems to be just a river of blood, and there are corpses on the ground with, you know, knives and daggers and arrows sticking out of them, and they're still alive. They're, like, trying to rip them out and stab the corpse next to him. Uh, in, you see that in the distance, there is a cage hanging from this broken building, and there's a woman inside... And she looks terrified. Um, everyone around her is like just violently stabbing at each other, and uh, Spallanzani's like, "This is this is terrible." And Sir M, he draws his sword. He's like, "We might need to fight." I I draw my pistol and I and I step forward. Okay. Uh, so in so in the distance, you see that there is a there are three. Uh, female demons. And one has a spike chain, one has a spear, and one has a sword. And you see that they are just looking gleefully at everything that's happening. Occasionally a soul uh, a soul person will walk up to them and try and stab them and one of them will like flick the, the spike chain out and it'll wrap around them and they'll tear at it and then they'll fall into the river. Uh, and they'll just gleefully be looking up uh, however, when you are walking by, this is about like 70, 80 feet down the line, mm-hmm. and you see that occasionally a person will stumble into your path and try and attack you, and Sir M will, you know, quickly cut across them and kick them off to the side, or he'll, you know, he says to you, he says, those bullets might come in handy, I don't think we should waste them on souls. Uh, and he, he kind of motions to Sparafo Chile, and he's like, you and me, we should, we should probably take up the front because we're the only ones with weapons. Mm. Uh, and Tamino's like, I have a... F- no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and he... Tamino. So you see um, this woman in the cage. Gotta figure it out. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so this woman in the cage that's swinging, she, as you're passing by, she's like, please, please help me. Please help me. I'm not supposed to be here. Who are you? Well... That's a long story, but essentially, my name is Lucia, but a lot of people call me Mimi, but that's not, 
I'm not supposed to be here. I was put here by a, a terrible man. I, I'm not supposed to be here. Please help me. If, if I can get out of here, my soul can ascend to heaven. I've, I, I, this is terrifying. And you see there's, um, you know, as, as this is happening, souls are like beginning to wander to you and you and Sir M are just kind of pushing them back. Mm. Who put who put you here? He didn't say what his name was. What? Uh, does he come here often? No, no. He just dropped me in here, laughed and left. I, I'm, I'm terrified. Please, please free me from this place. Are there guards anywhere? Is there anyone keeping you here? I mean, this cage. So uh, she's like, so she's suspended from she's the. She's suspended above the violence. How high above the violence? Maybe twenty feet. Twenty feet up. Is her cage? I wish we had a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Did we leave it? Yeah, it's kind of the fucking bumper. <laughs> we can make a pyramid. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you want a dinner roll? What? You're the living worst. <laughs> um, alright. Um, we could be the A-team one day, huh? The <laughs> sponsor is like, wait. Did she tell you you guys were the A-team? No. Definitely not. Oh, okay, okay. Just making sure. Please, go on. Alright, um... You're not... uh, Y'all aren't acting very A-team, though, I gotta say. Like, what's your your plan? Can we help help this poor woman, please? Spawn Sign's like, oh, what's my plan? And he opens his coat and he pulls a grappling hook out. And he, like, shoots it up at the cage. He's like, we'll get you down! I got your plan right here, buddy! And, uh... (laughs) You see, he uh, <laughs> he ties the grappling hook to uh, one of the swords that are impaled on the ground, and he kind of gives it a good tug, sees that it's stable. He's like, someone want to climb? Someone feel like climbing? I'm going to climb. Cool. All right, roll me a physique. I don't have physique. God! Ah! <laughs> All right. I guess I'm not going to climb, because uh, okay. I don't bur- have I'll physique. Roll, I'll roll a burglary. Okay, that works. Oh, good. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. I got it. I got it. Just what is it? I can play it off the ground. It's a, it's a blank. Minus two. Okay, so, yeah, you, you try and climb, but you find that blood is being splattered everywhere, and, like, some of it gets on the rope, and you slip, and you fall down, and Candide is like, uh, I could give it a try. Yeah, Candide, you do it. Alright, this is why they're the A team. We are so the B team. Alright, so yeah, he climbs up and he uh he try rattles the cage. He's like Uh He's like anyone he's like it's locked. There's a lock here. Anyone like he's A-team, like huh? Alright, I have an idea. No, I don't. And uh Spawn Sonny's like, I have an idea. Can you shoot the lock? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I. He's like, all right. So, hey, uh, Lu- Lu- Lucy, what is it? What did she say your name was? Her name Mi- was Mimi. Mimi, Mimi, can you move to the other side of the cage? Candide, can you also move to the other side of the cage? And so they do that. Plus three. Nice. Okay, so yeah, you carefully, you take aim, you kind of balance your arm on your other arm, and you close one eye, and you let loose one single bullet that shatters the lock, and the cage swings open. And Mimi's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, so she, you know, kind of slides down, 
and she slips because she's not she doesn't seem like she's very adept at like sliding and so but like one of you you know she falls on one of you cool. and uh, Candide jumps down and does a superhero landing and he's like this is what I'm good at and that's it uh, so at the other end you see that these three demons have now l- are looking at you you all okay and uh, Mimi's like you have to hide me they can't see me um I disguise her disguise I'm gonna disguise her nice okay I'm gonna dress her as a I'm gonna put her in my men's clothing cool okay plus five nice okay so yeah you you guy the shit out of her and she she now looks like a boy okay cool um yeah and it's it's pretty convincing looking and so you all go up to these three demons and they all they cackle and they're like presumptuous mortals what are you doing here how do you plan to proceed and the one cracks that spike chain I I think this is my trial yeah I know I'm just I'm, I'm kind of bothered by the fact that they don't realize that like this is like it, we're mortal just because we're mortals doesn't mean we don't recognize trends you know and they're like they're like I, how do you know how to, what I, is, how this I, works like, and it's I like, like pu- I like push you to the back of the group <laughs> yeah. cause like yeah, I'm that's not, legit. That's also not legit. like fucking with that I'm not dealing with that Spontane I mean Spontane Sparofuchile is all about confrontation alright perfect I I well in this case so am I um what it what was their question how did they ask it they asked how do you plan on proceeding um I produce my pistol and I say anyway I have to very well uh, and you see the one with the chain kind of flicks it toward you. Uh, roll me a fight. I don't have fight. All right, so like just an have un- shoot. All right, so just roll me like an untrained fight. Plus one. Okay, so it's not that bad. Uh, you do get hit and you get like cut a little bit. Mm-hmm. And as that happened, you try and you try and like back away from it, but it's it's a very long chain and it's got a lot of spikes and you get a, a cut across your your face. Uh, and then the... Well, I'm a survivor, so I, I stay in my ground. Nice. So so they see that and they the, the chain recoils and wraps around the arm of this demon and she's like, very good. And then the other one with the spear steps forward and kind of like twirls it a little bit and then jabs it at you. Roll. Yep. Zero. Okay, that one that one hurts a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so you take it in the shoulder mm-hmm. and you feel a deep bite and uh, you start bleeding and uh, you actually you sink to a knee for a second. I, I stand. I. I mean, I, you know, I always put others before myself, and so I. I realize that, like, me standing my ground is the most important. So I, I, like, can I roll a will to stand back up? Sure, absolutely. For fuck. Zero. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So you actually stand back up, and the, the, 
the uh, the fury is like very good and plants the spear in the ground and then the one with the sword it kind of does this big flourish and it points it directly at your throat and it begins to lo- rear back but then you hear the sound of music coming from behind you and you see that Tamino begins playing his flute and uh, you see the tempest stops everything all the fighting stops and the fury even like begins to waver and uh and to me, it's like, music, music, music. And like, it's like, I shoot, I shoot the fury. Cool. All right. <laughs> Plus five. Damn. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, no, that, that wasn't, that was never going to work. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, so you pull out your gun, and <laughs> like Indiana Jones style. Shoot this fury in the like right between the eyes, and you see like sparks begin to like happen, and it collapses to the ground. Um, and you see it's still moving, but like it looks very disoriented. Uh, and the other two furies like they're also frozen, and they their eyes just kind of shift to you, and you see their grip tighten a little bit, but they haven't moved. I I look I like stare them down. I figure at this point I've like lost some blood. You and so been. I'm like I'm like grasping my shoulder. I'm I'm grasping my shoulder, but I've got my gun in the wounded arm mm-hmm. and I'm holding it. I'm still like pointing it at where the fury's head was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I'm like I've got as many bullets as I I roll a deception. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Plus Six. God damn. Okay. Um, I've got unlimited bullets. I can do this all day. <laughs> like, keep keep hurting me. I'll never die. All right. So you see, uh, Tamino stops playing, and the tempest resumes. And the other two furies, they look at their sister, and then they look at you, and then they each sink to a knee with their weapon. And, uh, the one that you shot in the head, you see the wound slowly closes up, and she spits the bullet out, and she says, you may proceed. And she kind of flicks it up, and it melts into this large metal doorway. Nice. Nice. Uh, And then you, you open it, and you begin to walk through. And that is where we will end for now. Nice. Uh, Holy shit. So we, so so from there, we fade to Mantua. And it is nighttime, and there is an eerie stillness in the city, and you can tell that many people are still shaken by the events that have recently transpired, but we suddenly zoom downward to the street, and we're weaving through side streets and alleyways until we get to a small house. And we see a man sitting at the table, and he has a ring on his index finger, and across from him is another man who looks very nervous, and uh, and he says, the, the nervous-looking man says, and... And this'll work? And you see the man with the ring on his index finger, he says, Yes, of course it'll work. All you have to do is kill one little person. Uh, the man across from him, he his hands are shaking, and he's like, And this'll get her to love me, right? And then, uh, see the man with his ind- the man with the ring, he puts his hand across the table, he clasps the the hand the shaking hands of the nervous man he's like don't worry it'll be fine just go 
a little south of here. You just need to kill one person, and then it'll be fine. And that's where we'll stop. So thank you for listening to Kantara. Be, f uh, be sure to like and subscribe and give a great glowing review on iTunes. Uh, if you love RPGs, if you love opera, if you love nasal Mickey Mouse voice DMs, this is totally for you. So thank you very much. Go out and play something.